welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one communal page of Talmud every day. And I do mean communal because listen to this beautiful little nugget from our page today, Aruvin 85. Rav Yehuda said that Shmuel said, if there were a group of people who were dining together on Shabbat Eve and the day became sanctified for them, i.e. Shabbat began while they were eating, they may rely upon the bread on the table for an eruv of courtyards so that they are all permitted to carry in the courtyard. And some say they may rely on the bread for emerging of the alleyway. This image of a host of people sitting together, breaking bread together, creating community together really resonated with me. And one of the things that it made me think about was just this past Rosh Hashanah, a holiday celebrated in the midst of a pandemic with so much insecurity. And I was invited to take part in a really magical minion. It was in the street on 185th Street, which was close to the occasion. A table was brought out, a Torah was put in it, and the most wonderfully diverse group of Jews of all backgrounds and all affiliations and all levels of learnedness came together and really prayed together with so much spirit and so much intention. And so it is my honor to welcome the person who put that magical, unforgettable Rosh Hashanah together, the spiritual leader of the base community in Uptown, New York. Hello, Rabbi Hartlevin. Hey, Liel. Thanks so much for having me on. And thank you for everything that you do. First of all, before I even go any further and ask you about today's stuff, tell me a little bit about BASE. Sure. Well, it's a community I started with a bunch of friends maybe six, seven years ago. We were living in Washington Heights and looking for sort of like our ideal form of community that was a little bit more communal, a little bit more uh, inclusive, intentional, spiritual. And we started just gathering in uh, first in people's homes around around a Shabbat table, not so different than this Gemara. And then we ended up finding old dying shuls and we gathered in the streets and we sort of built a community out of out of some old stuff and some new stuff. Which leads us right in to today's stuff, right? What a beautiful story about the building of community. So tell us, what does this stuff today teach us about how we should go ahead and do this thing that we all say that we want to do, but we all seem to struggle with, of building a real community? Yeah, well, I think this, this page is so interesting because it also brings up the point is like, what is an actual Eruv? And I think some people get lost in all the, the rules and the details and the angles. But if you think about that, the word Eruv, like the sort of the Hebrew root means, Eruv means a mixture, sort of like this like intertwining of different things. The word Tarobet is sort of a combination. Even the word Erev, which we call evening, is sort of as day merges into nighttime. And there's this famous line, Kol Yisrael Arivim Zabazeh. All Jews are, literally it's guarantor, but it's the same word Eruv. It means that all Jews' destinies are tied together as one. So an Eruv isn't actually about strings and poles and loopholes. It's actually about how do we share space and join space. And really, Eruv is about how do we build community. So I can carry into your home because your home is my home. We're all part of this shared community. But so the way we do it, this Gemara points out, is by sharing food. Of course, we're Jews. I mean, what other way is there for us? Exactly. So it could be everyone is sort of putting ingredients together and we're making one communal bread. Or it's having a potluck meal. Actually, nowadays, sort of just on a practical level, it's usually there's, there's a box of matzahs. That's like there's this whole ritual where like someone acquires it on behalf of all the Jews in the neighborhood. But that box of matzahs, that bread is the Eruv. And yeah, I think like when you're having sherub, you also need a boundary. You also need walls or semi-permeable walls because you can't say, I love the whole world. And there have to be some limits, uh, I think, in order for there to be love. But really, I think Eruvin is really a really powerful mechanism in what does it mean to build community that's shared and that's inclusive. 
And so those of us reading it today who feel kind of, you know, a little bit far removed from all these considerations of the courtyards and the posts, the beams and the amot, etc., but still really want to capture the spirit of community building, preferably through food. What can we do to make our lives a little bit more aroved out? When I was in college, this is pre-pandemic, pre-based community, I got involved in a lot of sort of like efforts to make my Jewish community more welcoming and outward facing. And what we used to do is we used to host Shabbat meals. We'd bring together religious, non-religious students, Orthodox, non-Orthodox, what we call insiders and outsiders, and bring them together around a Shabbat table. And that became a whole movement all around the country. It's actually funny because in college, I also ran the Eruv. I also was in charge of running the Eruv. But for me, running those meals, bringing together specifically diverse people around a Shabbat table, that's what it meant to be running the Eruv. And so I think that it's a little bit different during this pandemic where maybe we're a little bit cautious about who we're bringing to our home. But I think that there are ways to do this. I don't know we've been having sort of picnics outside, but maybe post-pandemic or even in the pandemic, think about what are the ways that you're sort of breaking bread or even sharing space or sort of sharing identity with your neighbors, with your whole neighborhood, with all the Jews in your neighborhood. For me, even on a conceptual level, one of the triggers that sort of led me to get involved in starting the base community was in 2012, the, um, the UJA Federation released a census of Jews in New York City. And I read the thing from front cover to back, and it was just so fascinating. It sort of forced me to think about how many Jews are in my neighborhood, how many Jews are part of community, not part of community, feeling marginalized, looking for a way in. That sort of like was one of the impetuses to start doing something which became the base community. Um, and I think that Eruv, it's sort of like every week when you're about to use the Eruv or check the Eruv, really, uh, I think it means checking in on what's my Jewish neighborhood like. Even like, who are the people who need some help? Who are the demographics that maybe need some outreach to them? I think it's also about you know checking the boundaries, making sure that we have a safe community, that we have an inclusive community. I think that's, that's sort of like fundamentally what Eru is, is trying to get us to think about. Rabbi Hart Levine, beautifully put. Thank you so much for everything you do. Thank you. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes, Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.